Hi, and welcome back to the Never Manage Alone podcast. I'm joined once more by uh, Spurs fan Harpal. How you doing, Harpal? Yeah, hi, Paul. I'm uh, I'm good actually. Yeah, but as good as can be, really. Uh, again, like I said, this uh, current climate is obviously conducive to being stuck indoors. But uh, you know, other than that, you know, watching the football, enjoying the fantasy football, you know, carrying on with with family life as as much as can be. Kids are back to school, which is good. So uh, yeah, you know, um, positive from that. I'm hope hope it's the same for you, Paul. Yeah, doing good, thanks. And uh, yeah, fantasy football's been going okay. Um, not too bad. Uh, I know it's been a I know we keep in contact in terms of podcasts. It's been a couple of game weeks at least. I did a, uh, a quick kind of update on my team in the last, um, at the last game week really was just my thoughts on transfer plans. Um, so yeah, really this is to take a look at the up and coming game week um, 28, where we have a, a North London derby. So it's good to have you on here. And then also um, let's be honest, I think everyone's keeping an eye, one eye on the, uh, on the blank game week 29 as well. So yeah, just really, it'd be great to kind of get our, you know, your perspective on it, your thoughts on it as well, and um, maybe take a look at that Derby game. So I'll say that last time out, um, I took a little bit of a risk. I did take out uh, Fernandez out of my team, um, which was a little bit controversial. I brought in Kevin De Bruyne. I was kind of regretting it a few minutes in when Fernandez scored a penalty, um, but then De Bruyne managed to kind of come good for me in the end and you know, get a brace against Southampton. That was really the game I was targeting. But I think, to be honest with you, Harper, the annoying thing is that um, Salah is not the player I took out instead. So, you know, what's your current thoughts on him? I know you've got him in your team. Well, I'll tell you what, I um, I really am the nod. I I I duly noted that you uh, that you got rid of uh, Fernandez, and I thought, oh, that is controversial. But like you said, it paid off for you. Um, I looked. I, I originally looked at taking Fernandez out, and then just thought to myself, everyone's got him in the in his side. He's got a 51, 55% ownership. You know, I thought mm-hmm. to myself I'd be uh, taking a huge risk by by ditching him, so I didn't. Then I looked at Salah, and he has been really poor. But yeah, again, you know, you know my thoughts on Salah. I just think he's he's just uh, an asset. You just you know, you darn not to get rid of because he'll come back to bite you. And so I I um denied, and I looked at the fixture, and I thought Fulham at home. Fulham at home, he's got to deliver, and uh, so I um, I went against uh, my 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 better judgment, kept both Fernandez and both Salah in the side, and uh, decided uh, to look a little bit further along um, for the blank game week. And I know it was a strange uh, transfer taking Watkins out, but I took ended up taking Watkins out and bringing in Antonio. I mean, Watkins would have been eligible to play for the blank game week. Uh, but it just so happens that blank game week game is against my team that I support, Spurs. So I, you know, couldn't kind of handle the fact of Watkins scoring past my team. So I thought, you know what, let me yeah. just drop him out and bring Antonio in. So that's I was going to do the same with um, I was going to do the same with Bamford as well. You know, I know Bamford is another player that plays in the blank, but I think Antonio is a really good choice at the moment. You know, he's gone about his business quietly. He's scored against some big teams. Uh, recently, and now he's got a uh, you know a few good fixtures really. So I think he can you know definitely get some points. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that was uh, that was that was the you know the factor behind it as well. Watkins has been quite quiet really. You know, I, I looked at his, uh, he's he's had a few assists here or there, and um, but generally speaking, he's been delivering two points quite regularly now recently. And I just thought I've had him I mean, I've had him in for an amount of time, and so I was looking at I said we we picked up our form and. 
Uh, we generally have a good record over Villa as well. So that kind of came into my thinking as well. I mean, um, yeah, I don't want to give us the kiss of death, but yeah, it's been a while since Villa have beaten us, even at Villa Park. Uh, so that kind of came into it. And then you know, when you add in that Grealish is currently injured, again, he may be back or may not be back, but Villa definitely aren't the same without Grealish. Um, and, uh, you know, he actually lays on lots of assists as well. And I think uh, there was a stat that I saw that, um, you know, you got, uh, I think it's called a pre-assist um, where, you know, he assists the person who assists the guy getting the, the ball in, in the net. And, you know, he's quite, he's high up there with pre-assist and, and creating opportunities that are not taken. Mm-hmm. So you take him out that side and then you start thinking, mm, you know, is Watkins really going to be the, the person? So, yeah, that was kind of my thinking behind it, really. Uh, and, I, and I stuck with, with Salah reg- regretfully. So, um, and yeah, I think um, it's a, it is a frustrating one with Salah because, you know, I, I was looking purely at fixtures, to be honest with you. You know, it was a bit of a shock win for Man United. I, I was expecting Man City to, you know, win win the game basically so I wasn't really expecting a Fernandes output and I thought well this is the last chance for Salah against Fulham you know surely he's going to do something but again another terrible result for Liverpool and the, 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 the thing that's frustrating is his performances haven't been that bad you know if you've watched the game he is getting into good spaces he's creating opportunities he's, he's getting shots off but it's just not happening you know and, I, and with Salah like you say you can always get punished you know he looks like uh, he can always score a goal or two at ease, really. So it, it's really, it's a difficult one. And now I'm obviously in my team. I'm in that position where there's not a lot of huge, heavy numbers in terms of, you know, um, assets. You know, you've got Kane, you know, price quite high. You know, people like De Bruyne, but he's come back. There's a bit of uncertainty about him. He's done well the other day. You know, Fernandez is the obvious choice. And I'm a little bit gutted now. I kind of got rid of him. You know, it paid off in that game. But, you know, going forward, um, it's a little bit of a difficult one. I mean, De Bruyne will have Fulham at the weekend, so it's a nice fixture as Man United have got West Ham. But then again, you know, Fernandes is the root of everything they do. So I'm wondering, you know, it's going to be a bit frustrating to do, but I could take Salah out, bring Fernandes back in. You know, I should have done Salah in the first place, but oh well. Um, but yeah, in terms of heavy hitters, so that kind of moves me on to, you know, the big game of the weekend. So Arsenal Spurs on Sunday, you know, both teams played in the Europa League. Um, they both fielded pretty strong teams, didn't they, really? Um, I know Bale, it was quite interesting that Bale came off of the bench. So it looks like he's going to start now. Um, Arsenal played a pretty strong team. People like Saka, Bamiang played. So both teams should be quite evenly matched. And I think it's going to be a bit of a close one. Um, I don't think there's going to be a huge amount in it. Um, I think whoever wins, if it is a win uh, for a team, will be you know a goal in it. Um, so... What are your thoughts on Spurs assets going into that game? I mean, they're the ones I'm really targeting as well. Spurs playing that blank game week. Arsenal are a little bit inconsistent at the moment. You know, you've got a Bamiang as a big potential replacement for Salah, but he's a lot of money at the same time. I mean, are you looking at someone like Bale at the moment? Um, yes. So um, I um, I probably was looking at Bale. Um, maybe even, even in the last game week, it did cross my mind to bring Bale in, but um, I think we spoke before for a, a guy that's valued at 9.3 million who's having minutes managed as well. You're kind of hesitant to kind of pull the, pull the trigger there because you think, you know, is he's he overpriced. Play? Yeah, he's, over, he's way, he is well overpriced. But then again, he's had back to back braces, hasn't he? So that's kind of, you know, I'm looking at a potential salad to fail, um, especially because of that blank as well. 
because I don't know about you, but I know we both have our wide wild cards available. Are you planning to wild card after the blank game week? Well, I'm so yeah, I'm like you. I am looking at Bell at the moment. Uh, I may even look at Aubameyang as well because Aubameyang has started to pick up. I, I believe both will play. I think Aubameyang will play as well. I think he's a good shout. He's he's on penalties as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a reasonably good record against Spurs as well. I mean, he he has found the net in in North London derbies. Um, Lacazette is another one that's found the net in North London derbies as well. Um, so he's another one that um, kind of got rested. Yeah, he got rested in the uh, Europa League as well, so he should start. Yeah, he should start as well. So I mean, they'd, they'd probably be the two assets I'd look at from a from an Arsenal perspective. And um, mm-hmm. Bale has got a good record as well from recollection against Arsenal. Um, I remember being at the the only game that Spurs actually ever won at the Emirates, a three two win, and uh, I was there. It's the only time I've ever been to the Emirates, two 0 down. Didn't think anything was going to happen, and then the second half comeback. I think Bale started it off actually uh, with a with a with a lovely left foot finish, and uh, and obviously. Yeah, we went on to win that game, so I've got a hundred percent record. So I said to myself, I'd never go to the Emirates again. I'll <laughs> have to happily stick with the hundred um, percent record. So yes, I I am looking at Bale, and I am potentially looking at a wild card as well. Um, I'm, you know, I'm I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I'm going to try to get some sort of team together for for the blank game week. I don't think obviously I'm going to be able to get a full team, but you know, if I can get eight 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 odd players, if you can get about eight I'm, players, I think that's the main thing because at the end of the day. Uh, the way I'm looking at it is if you get about eight or nine players max, you know, I'm going to use my transfers leading up to that. That's one thinking, you know, bail in for Salah, um, you know, probably bringing in an Aston Villa player. Maybe I'll bring someone like Grealish in if he's available for it. You know, again, they're playing against Spurs, so there's not easy games. You know, even someone like, um, you know, Newcastle and Brighton, I think, play each other. So that's quite an interesting game as well. I might even look at just bringing in a cheap Brighton defender at home like Dunk. Um, and then you've got Fulham and Leeds. So I have a triple up on Leeds. So that's quite good. Maybe look at someone like Lookman for Fulham. But yeah, it's a difficult one. You know, you've got West Ham and Arsenal. So it's not a bad time to bring in an Arsenal Spurs asset at the moment as your more premium assets because, yeah, they'll go big in that game. But you know, West Ham aren't to be ignored either. You know, they'll be the favourites against Arsenal in current form. So, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. And then um, I'm going to look at wildcarding after that. But, you know, just get me over for the next eight games, like the final eight games of the season. And then that will also give me an opportunity to do a bit of planning, see when a couple of extra fixtures are added in and I can use a, you know, bench boost or something like that as well. So, um, yeah, Bale is an interesting one. He's, he's expensive, but he's definitely, you know, he's a, he's a fair amount cheaper than Salah. And, uh, you know, took back-to-back, back-to-back braces. I mean, as an Arsenal fan, two weeks ago, I was kind of not, Dreading playing Spurs, you know, both Arsenal and Spurs have been on a bit of shaky form. You know, Spurs had really dropped off. But in the last couple of games, I mean, Kane is scoring for fun at the moment, isn't he? Um, Bale is obviously, you know, what has he got a couple of braces, hasn't he, in recent games and set up a few goals. And Sun has been a really good kind of creative outlet as well. Not had the same returns, but still always dangerous. But yeah, that's the kind of art danger for Arsenal. You know, you can see Spurs pumping in a couple of goals, really. So it depends how tight Arsenal keep it. Um, what are your predictions for it? Do you think it's going to be a you know open scoring game, or do you think it's going to be tight? Uh, well, if I gave you the stat, and the stat is that the highest scoring fixture in Premier League history is the North London derby, <laughs> would that would that surprise you? Um. Maybe in recent years, but not overall, because some of those games in Premier League games, they have been some big scorelines. So 
um, you know, especially in the, the days when Wenger was around, you know, the game would very much open up. I think Arteta is going to be a bit more cautious, to be honest with you. Arsenal do have mistakes in them, so they might give Spurs, a, uh, you know, an option, you know, a, in the game. But I, I would definitely back Kane to score. The thing is, you have this usual saga with Kane where, you know, is he injured at the moment? He came off, didn't he, right, you know, towards the end of the Europa League game. I don't know if that's just Mourinho mind games or if he actually is. I mean, you probably know this better than me, um, but I, I still back him to play and I'll back him to score a goal. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think Kane will play. Um, I think Son will play. I think uh, Bale will play. I think Lucas Moura will probably get the nod ahead of Ali because um, mm-hmm. he's been quite good and direct. So I think, um, you know, I think that will probably be the basis of the side. Of, I think I'll probably call out his side that he'll play. And I think, I think, I actually think there's going to be a few goals in this. Um, and if, if I was, if I was a betting man, which I'm, I'm not these days, I'd probably lean towards a 2-2, which would make me happy because like I said, I'm always nervous around these games. It's, it's the game that you don't really want to lose. We don't have a tremendously good record at, at the Emirates. Um, so you you know, I'll, I would make Arsenal absolute favourites for this game. Although I, I think um, I think that's a fair assumption. I don't think anyone is a clear favourite at the moment. You know, Spurs have been good recently, but bad overall. Arsenal have been very inconsistent, and you know, every time they make a bit of progress, they take one step back. They do shoot themselves in the foot a bit. So, yeah, you wouldn't be surprised at two all. You know, both teams relatively happy with that. You know, the old Aubameyang goal, a Kane goal, and you know, something from someone else is probably a fair you know, a fair guess at the game. Yeah, totally. That would be ideal. Drop Salah for Aubameyang, he comes in, scores a brace, Kane gets you a brace and you're laughing all the way to the bank <laughs> yeah. points, right? But, uh, so um, on that note then, what's your, what are you thinking about the transfer in this week? The transfer in this week, I'm, I'm leaning towards either Aubameyang or Bale. I've just got to mm-hmm. decide in my mind, um, you know, being, being a Spurs fan, do I want an Arsenal asset in there? Typically, always never really had many Arsenal assets. I did start off with the Bamiyang, actually, strangely enough. My, my first game week, I uh, had the Bamiyang in uh, for a couple of weeks. Um, that's and the only thing since... he did for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, and I, I haven't had, I think I had Turney in, Turney in my side as well for a, a brief spell. And then he got injured, so he, he, he got moved out. So I, I typically don't really kind of have too many Arsenal assets, but he would be the one the one I would go for from a mm-hmm. from an Arsenal perspective definitely and Bale he's interesting I um, I just feel that sometimes when someone's hot you should get on him and he scored two braces as you said and I've just got I just I don't know I've just got a sneaky sneaky feeling for for Bale um, doing something in the North London derby even if he yeah he's, he's you know what he's still a differential as well you know we know Kane is owned by a lot of players Son's owned by a lot of players you know Bamiyang probably has low ownership but on form you know Bale's ownership is under 10% still so he's a bit of a differential especially it doesn't really matter about the price as well if you're getting rid of an asset like Salah you know it doesn't really you know you save 3 million still if you get rid of him for, for Bale you know or 2.5 million because Bale's gone up you know 0.1 0.2 so yeah, I'm thinking I'm the same. I'm probably going to go more for Bale. Um, they've got Aston Villa in their blank game week. It's hard to know what's going to happen in that game. Spurs could open it up a bit, but Villa are not bad at the back either. So, 
yeah, the good thing is Spurs have kind of put themselves at an advantage in the Europa League and so have Arsenal. So they can, I, I think both sides will have to go full out for this game. They shouldn't be thinking about the Europa League too much. They kind of got one foot in the quarterfinals each. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the, the most obvious choices. And then what are you thinking about captain choice? I mean, you know, we've spoken about the Arsenal Spurs game. You've got Man United West Ham, not a bad game. You know, Wolves Liverpool, you know, we're a bit concerned about them. Um, Leeds have got a tough game with Chelsea. It's really hard to see what's going to happen in that one. You're going to back Chelsea and you've got, you know, Everton, Burnley, Fulham, Man City. So what, yeah, what are you thinking about captain choice? Because I was leaning towards Kane, but that injury does. Um, I'm never going to get rid of Kane in this game and I think he'll play, but it does kind of make me worry a little bit about captaincy. Um, so, yeah, I was leaning towards Kane as well. Um, and um, I think he jarred his, you know, I saw him go over, he, he landed on his knee. So I think it's more of an impact injury. I um, think he will play. I think the safe bet, if I'm being honest with you, is going to be Fernandes. And I, I, I think West Ham have been playing particularly well. But um, again, Lingard can't play against his uh, parent club. So that's going to take a little bit out of West Ham. And um, I think the fact that Fernandes is on penalties as well and he, and he finally um, actually got a return against the top six side, I think he'll be um, highly confident. Um, so it's going to be a, a toss-up for me between um, Fernandes and, and Kane, but I wouldn't rule out Son either. He hasn't scored in, I think, like 11 games. But he did score against Arsenal at the uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And boy, was it mm-hmm. a cracking goal. And he got an assist, I believe, as well that day. Um, yeah, it was a Kane and Son double act, I think, in that game, wasn't it? When they were going through that run. So, yeah, you, I, I, I'm kind of, you know, I, I'm confident on backing Kane. The injury does worry me a little bit. Um, I don't have Fernandes, but I probably would. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he's the safe option. Um, you know, West Ham are doing great at the moment, but Man United are doing well as well, aren't they? You know, they've come off the back of Man City. Um, to be honest with you, they always get a bit lucky against West Ham as well. I think West Ham have put in good performances against Man United at times, but Man United have always found a way to win or get a couple of goals. So, yeah, I think Fernandes is the obvious. I mean, for me, I'm, I might lean towards someone like De Bruyne, um, Gundogan, but then again, you know, I'm a little bit worried about Pep Roulette and the up-and-coming Champions League games. So, it's a difficult one, yeah, but I think that's um, I think that's good choices there. Yeah, def- definitely. I think I probably will lean towards uh, Fernandez just because I think he's the, the safe option, and I, I just believe that um, in the in the leagues that I'm in, you know, fifty percent ownership, most have got um, him as an asset, and I just think a lot will just go for the the safer bet. And it, like I said, it all depends on where you are and what you're doing in your league. Uh, you know, if you're trying to hold up uh, hold up a position, then you're probably going to lean towards the safer option and I think for me Fernandez just seems the, the safer option especially with just the, just that slight doubt um, on Kane like I said I believe he will play but you know you just never know how that might affect his movement a little bit he, he may not play the whole game so you've got to kind of factor that in so I think um, I think I'm probably gonna gonna lean towards Fernandez for me personally mm-hmm. yeah definitely that's a good choice and uh, yeah look forward to seeing how we get on um, look forward to doing a bit of preparation hopefully we can chat before the blank game week as well, do a bit of planning and then, you know, the key will be after as well with the wild card. So, yeah, I hope we have a good game week. Um, I hope Salah doesn't come back to bite us as we do move him on. Um, you know, it's never an easy decision, even on his current form, but uh, yeah, I think there's better options out there. So, uh, yeah, good luck. Good for, ha- you know, good having you on Harpool and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, definitely, Paul. Good luck for the North London derby and hope we're still friends when we we next week. (laughs) I'm sure we will be. (laughs) No worries. All right. See you later, Paul.